1: Welcome to episode 14, volume 4 of the Fantasy Formula. And yes, we are on to the next one. The Fantasy Formula, your go-to spot for not only all of your fantasy football news, but also the place you search out when looking for a fine printed catalog, a business card, or other marketing project. Wait, wait, hold up. Is this my deluxe printing podcast or the football one? John Mark, please help. Where am I today? Am I at am I deluxe printing selling my wares or are we at the Mesh studio talking about fantasy you're football? All, you're always D-dubbing, man, doing work wherever you're at. Double duty, right? That's Double right. duty. Well, John Mark, good to have you here today. Hey, let's introduce our starting lineup for our November 5th episode. On the wheels of steel, he's listening to Avid Brothers on a Friday night and producing Us Two Morons on a Wednesday. He's Chris, Magic Hands, Fry. Chris, good looking out. On the number two mic, been putting his time in the studio. Sweating it out, showing up on time. He's always punctual. He's studying his stats. He's telling wave, telling us waiver wire studs and duds. He's thinking of his audience every day, every night. He's our man, the hooday guy himself. He's Addison Fox. Chirp, 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 chirp. Wait, 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 John Mark. Where is Addison? Is he here today? I was getting weirded out, man. That chair is empty, dog. Empty for... One, two, three, four, five. How many times a that, weeks has it been now? You no,
2: know, you're gonna have to start cutting me paychecks for this sure. thing rather than him.
1: Absolutely. And, and audience, I guess you know by now, I wasn't describing Addison right there. I'm describing our man who fills in so wonderfully week in and week out. He's John. We gotta give you a nickname too, sometime, John Mark. But John Mark Russell filling in again and doing a fantastic job. How are we looking today, bud?
2: You know, only super cool people get nicknames. So I mean <laughs> That's true. Addison Fox must be pretty. Pretty dang cool! Well, no, I would not
1: say that, sir. I would not say that. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. Coming off a two and one week, I'm gonna review my record. I'm seven and two. Does that sound right? We've been in nine weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah seven and two, two leagues, four and five. Unfortunately, in the league I'm in with you. Yeah, um, yeah, but feeling pretty good about things. Feeling pretty darn good. How about you, my friend?
2: Well, I went on one and one stunt this week, and uh, so. Six and three in our league that we're in, and uh, four and five in my Chapel Hill league. Whoa, do you have any league. leagues where there's some girls up in there? We don't know, uh, we normally don't play with the girls I in think this they fantasy do Some football. witchcraft on me, man, because they just <laughs> kill my teams every time. Like Rivers throws three interceptions, pulls nine minus nine points, right? You know, I made a stupid move putting the Redskins D in over Houston, but I was looking at matchups, mm-hmm. killed me, mm. killed me. So, you know. Personal problems, but women got my number in that.
1: Yeah, buddy, women got your number in a lot of things. I mean, yes, they do. You know what I'm saying, and in my pocket. Hey, well, um, before we we actually when we get cruising along here, we're going to start with our first segment of the week. It's our waiver wire wonders and injury report. But before we do so, I like to throw a little bit of hickory in every show, right? So on Friday night, it was Halloween. It was a wonderful Halloween. It was a good time, except good for that rain. Exactly. So I'll give the listeners a kind of a. a look into our life, right? So on Friday night, my gals get dressed up. I've got two little girls, wonderful little children, Olivia and Lucy Rose. Olivia dressed up like a bat. She had these wings that were like 12 feet long. She was awesome. And Lucy Rose was a little Dorothy looking as precious as can be. So we travel over to my friend John Mark Russell, who's standing across from me today, Um, went over to his house for a little Halloween get-together, and his little daughter, Lillian, well, you call her Lily. Lily. Lily, Lil. Dressed up like a little bumblebee. She was handing out candy. She was cute as could be as well. So we all get over there ready for trick-or-treating on 6th Street, Hickory, North Carolina, the spot to be in Hickory on Halloween. 40 houses, roads blocked off, over $1,000 worth of candy at every house. Just fantastic, right. right? kids are getting pumped. Boom, everybody excited. Walk out the door, the sprankle, downpour sprankle, begins. sprinkle, sprinkle. But you know what? My kids said, we don't care, Daddy. Let's roll. So you know, that an hour was pretty and a cool ha- to see the kids power through. Them. Oh yeah, A little rain care. ain't stopping them. No. So Olivia took her bat wings, used it as an umbrella. We go right out the right out the door, hit a, most of the houses, and then back for some chili and cold beverages at John Mark's house afterwards. So anyway, your thank face
2: you. was priceless when you left the house. Why? Why do you say? About to walk into that rain, you're like, golly. <laughs> I was like, I'm man! Thank sure God, my do. little girl's only two. Man, I ain't even got to take her. <laughs>
1: That's right. We had a good time. Saw a lot of zombies. Saw a lot of the frozen little girls, Elsa and Anna. Yep. I bet we counted about twenty-eight of those little oh, things. Oh yeah! A lot of them. Saw a couple of football players. Uh, and that basically was it. Just a, your standard Halloween costumes. Yeah. But anyway, a fun night. Fun sure, night for sure. Was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, buddy. So back to it. Let's start with our waiver wire wonders and injury report. <phone rings> Here we go. The big injury on the books last week. Nick Foles, quarterback, Philadelphia Eagles, out with broken collarbone. You know, the offense for Philadelphia the first few weeks of the season started out gangbusters. They look great. You know, now, but in the last couple of weeks, it's been a little slower. he throwing
2: picks. Yeah. What did he throw, two picks last year? Absolute. Yeah, the whole year. Two you know. picks all last year. He's getting at least one or two a game. So, But he throws enough and gets yards and touchdowns where you enough know, to win. offset
1: that. That's exactly He's right. He's still
2: been a good quarterback in the fantasy world. So, yes. uh you know, it's it's gonna sting. He's my quarterback in my six and three leagues, so oh, oh. I'm
1: out there searching. So on you probably running through your mind right now, and, and we'll talk about this a little in more depth in a second. But Mark Sanchez, hopefully, the will be the replacement for right. Nick Foles. As we discussed earlier before the show started, Philadelphia's mm-hmm. offense. Chip uh, Chip Kelly comes in and sets the system up. The system meaning. Sure. Almost any quarterback can pop in there. And, this and, and, thing's and going
2: to run no d- matter exactly what happens.
1: Exactly, because it is a, he, it's a system that he's created. I really do think – call me crazy. I think Sanchez actually is more talented than Foles. Boy, you crazy. <laughs> I, I might be, but, uh, but I just feel like Sanchez popping in this role, he's going to do fine. And the offense, maybe not at first it will be as smooth as Foles' offense, right. but eventually it could get there. So, anyway – you, what you kind of like what I'm throwing out here?
2: Oh, I'm, I'm 100% with it. I'm picking Sanchez up uh, and giving him a tryout this week, mm-hmm. uh, per se. So, got the Carolina Panthers at home. So, uh, a great team to try uh, so out So, if he again. wants to prove to these Philadelphia Eagles that he can do it, I think this is the week he can come out and say, you know what? I'm just as good as Foles, if not better. I mean, this is uh, he's got four to six weeks to prove that, and I'm thinking it might be the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, unless he's really crapping it up. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be in there till till you know playoffs.
1: Yeah, don't count on Falls coming back, guys. I read today it's at least like you said six to eight weeks. But even if he comes back, that he's going to have the rust. They're going to be in the playoffs. Do they want to put a quarterback who's been on the shelf for eight weeks right back in? I wouldn't think so.
2: Go outside, throw a football, and see how it feel
1: with your left clavicle yeah, broken. Exactly. Give not, me a break. Not too good. Well, let's stay on the quarterback train <laughs> right now. Uh, And we'll just take the example that we'll make here is just from our our league here in Hickory, John Mark. There are several quarterbacks on the waiver wire. And there are several teams with great quarterbacks that are on by this week. Notably, the Indianapolis Colts, no Andrew Luck. New England Patriots, no Tom Brady. San Diego Chargers on by, no Phillip Rivers. Also, Houston, Washington, and Minnesota also on by. So that's three starting quarterbacks that will be on the shelf this week. Here's the quarterbacks that are on our waiver wire. I'm going to tell them to you. You rank them in how you would pick them up in your, if you had the waiver wire opportunity, okay? You've got Mark Sanchez, Joe Flacco, Kyle Orton, Mike Vick, RG3, and Alex Smith. Let's say you've got the number one waiver wire uh, spot and your quarterback is on the sideline. Who are you grabbing first? And Rank the top five, if you will.
2: I'm going to do a top six for you. Go for it. Uh, you, did you mention Glennon in there?
1: I didn't. know uh,
2: Glennon's gone. I guess they're going to bring in uh, the other McCown again. Yep. Like that's,
1: a, that's some news. That Breaking news. Breaking news. Hot off the wire. Yeah, John Mark just uh, beat me to it. The, sorry, sorry. Oh, that's perfect. I'm glad you brought it up oh, I'd have forgot about it. Mike, because Tampa Bay, who gives a heck, right? But Mike <laughs> Glennon is, uh been sent to the bench, been sent right. to the pine, and Josh McCown, who was the Tampa Bay day one starter, He's back in the lineup, in my opinion. He's a- taking some dirty, nudie pictures <laughs> and held, held,
2: holding somebody hostage. Yes. Lovey Smith is doing what he has to do.
1: Yeah, I dude, I think this is a terrible move, though. Glennon, at least they would move the ball with Glennon. He can sure. throw deep. Josh McCown can't throw deep. Right. Um He's going to be on the bench before we know it anyway. But anyway, that is some breaking news. Thanks for bringing that up. So So
2: either way, so uh, for this, I mean, we're talking short-term, long-term. Like I said, I'm giving Mark Sanchez a tryout, so I'm putting him at number one uh, as of right now. Uh, Just because of that offense, not because of him. Yeah. Uh, I got Joe Flacco number two. Flacco, uh,
1: though they got some weapons. Though he's the got, deep got ball. some
2: weapons, but, you know, they seem to kind of just want to win by three points. Yeah. They're not trying to crush anybody, it seems like. So fantasy-wise, I don't know. Kyle Orton, number three. He's been hot. Him and Sammy Watkins have been crushing it. Uh, then number four, I'm going with Robert. Robert Griffin, man. I think that, uh, you know, he's got to prove himself again. And uh, he was great last year, wasn't before he got injured.
1: Yeah, two years ago. Was two years phenomenal. ago. It was
2: awesome. So yeah. Alex Smith and then Vic.
1: Yeah. The RG three, let's briefly talk about this. Did you watched the game last week against Minnesota? Yep. Yep. He was getting destroyed. Oh, yeah. You know, I was just waiting for him to go back out with an injury, but he got up and can he played well. I mean, they had they had a chance to win. He moved the ball. I like RG three. If I were to rank him, I think I'd take Sanchez one, two. I'm putting RG three in the second spot. I'll go Kyle Orton. Three with Alex Smith, actually Flacco right behind them. The thing I like about Kyle Orton, if you just need twenty points out of your quarterback, the rest of your team is loaded, and you've right. you got you just want to have make sure he doesn't have a, a horrible a, game, a to- like a three point. Right. I'm going with Orton because he he's going to get you. He's going
2: to throw many interceptions. He'll get he's you your twenty. Smart
1: player, exactly. So I guess a high, what they call it, a high floor. If you don't want to go way below what you really need, it's called a high floor. That's what I'm taking Kyle Orton there. Alex Smith, probably in the same kind of mold there. Pretty yeah. high floor. Not a real high ceiling, but high floor. And I'm taking Vic last, too. Yeah, yeah. He, He's not proven really anything to me, except that he continues to fumble. He fumbled four times last game. Oh, yeah. Four times. Four times, dude. So, anyway, I like where you're ranking him there. Uh, definitely, let's take a gamble on Sanchez, man. System quarterback, he might fit perfectly in the system. So, I, I like your rankings. Good job At there, At the beginning
2: John of the season, also, they were saying that Sanchez – you know they were talking about him taking full spot at the beginning of the season i right. mean that's a big deal that that tells you that chip kelly was like yep this dude's better play. than we even thought so sure.
1: absolutely absolutely Let's move on to running backs real quick. Uh, on the injury report, Arian Foster shows up on it with a groin. However, he is on bye this week. So, he had to come out of the game in the third quarter last Sunday. And he was hurting. You could tell he was hurting. He went to the locker room. I don't think he came back. Actually, I know he didn't come back into the game. But with a week rest with this bye, hopefully – he'll be back to normal but that dude is injury prone every year he kind gets of looks
2: injured when he's running doesn't he does he? He always, yeah he runs he looks like he's going slow but he's passing people it's sure. crazy
1: yeah it's very odd. but so Foster out, if so. Very odd. Very odd, sir. <laughs> You've got Alfred Blue. You know, we've talked about Alfred Blue earlier in the season when Foster went out with another injury. Now, Alfred Blue back on your waiver wire report, as well as Anthony Dixon maybe getting some run in Buffalo with Spiller and Fred Jackson on the bench. Still have Bryce Brown to contend with. But these two guys, you are they worth the risk of picking up on your waiver wire, John Mark? If you got to have them. I mean,
2: with all those running backs off this week – Indianapolis, you got two running backs that have been producing. Uh Minnesota, you got one one that's been uh what what's that dude's name?
1: Matt Asiata in Minnesota and then you got Jared McKinnon. Jared McKinnon. Yeah. Uh,
2: and then Vereen out, you got uh old boy from Chargers out, I mean, it's yeah. a lot of guys out. Alfred Morris. So, yeah, true. If you got to pick somebody up. Yeah, they'd be worth it.
1: Well, how about this one? Toby Gerhart is on my waiver wire in three leagues. Is he worth a pickup? I don't even think he's worth being in the league cuz <laughs> he
2: What's he doing out there?
1: (laughs) He caught a couple balls last week. I'm telling, telling, or talking about dire straits. Let's see. Let's say you have um, Foster, Alfred Morris, and Brandon Oliver on by, and Toby Gerhardt is just staring you at the face, staring you in the face. Do you pick him up? I
2: mean, I'd stare right back at him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I'd see who blinked first. (laughs) <laughs> You'd rather have nobody in your running back lineup. Than i take than a WDR. zero. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, moving forward, let's talk a couple wide receivers on our waiver wire report. We've got Jordan Matthews out there in 60% of leagues, still able to pick up. He's the Philadelphia Eagle wide receiver with the new quarterback in place. Maybe he gets more love. He got love when Foles was in there, too. Caught a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, he He's did. solid. Yeah, he got a touchdown last week. Exactly. Martavius Bryant, we talked about him last week on this this exact show. He might be the biggest Pickup. This dude, his body, he's like tall like Calvin Johnson. He's quick. I don't know. He's got all the attributes to to really excel in this league. Martavius Bryant, he's available in all. All three of my leagues and, like, 87% of all fantasy football leagues. So, guys, grab them if you need a wide receiver. And last but not least, you made a real good comment on this. The Evans, the rookie dude out of Tampa Bay. What's his name? Mike Evans. Mike Evans, Evans, yeah. Mike Evans. Got a new quarterback coming in. Last week caught two touchdowns. He's kind of like Kelvin Benjamin for Carolina. Oh, yeah. He's their – Red zone threat. Mm-hmm. So he's done. I think he was drafted before he, Kelvin Benjamin. He was. Wasn't he? he certainly yep. was. He's available in 90% of leagues. You need a wide receiver and you need a guy who needs can score touchdowns, you might be looking at him.
2: But we're looking at McCown coming in. Yeah, exactly. So you know, Glenn, Glennon
1: would throw to him. Right. But, you know, he, he doesn't. McCown ain't going to throw it to him. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. So a couple wide receivers to look at. Anybody else that's on your radar there, sir, before we move away from this uh, our waiver wire and injury report? You know, that's about it for me. All right, right on. All right, well, there you go. Let's move on to our next segment of the day, John Mark. It's our greater than or less than segment. Something kind of new to the fantasy formula. I just created it about eight minutes ago before the show started. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant minds. Wow, this dude is on the ball. Um, this is how this segment will work, John Mark. So I'm going to call out a dude's name, a guy who's pro- probably an upper echelon player but wasn't drafted as one, okay? And you tell me, moving forward, would you rather have A, the guy I am going to talk about, compared to B, C, D, or E, guys that were drafted way ahead of them in the draft? Okay. Sure. So let's start. Greater than or less than, John Mark, would you rather have – our guy is T.Y. Hilton, who's having a phenomenal year. Andrew Luck's go-to guy. I think he leads the league in yardage or reception. I can't remember. It's one of the two. Would you rather have T.Y. Hilton or Calvin Johnson moving forward? Right now I'm going to go with T.Y. Hilton. Wow. I mean, Calvin Johnson
2: hasn't done much all year with Big his injury up. and before he, when he was injured. Uh I trust in luck, man. I mean, Matthew Stafford, yes, he does get Calvin the ball, but the numbers that TY's putting up – Calvin didn't even put up some of these numbers. I mean, yes, he did. He's been always the best. But uh, this season, uh, basically not knowing how he's going to come back, how fast he's going to be. Are they going to throw more to Golden Tate when he comes back because they're going to put some defense on Calvin? You already know what you're going to get with T.Y. I'd move forward
1: with him. I like what you're spitting there. Just keep in mind, Calvin Johnson coming off the injury and off a bye last week, he is going to play. They said he will play this week, so let's watch. Cal- I wonder how that. All- I wonder if the offense now gets back into gear. Matt Stafford, will he get back to where he was at the beginning of the year with Calvin right. back there? Now, now you got gold Tate. I too. mean,
2: it's going to be a, a nice offense, it could be, and their it could record's be huge. pretty dang
1: good. So their is look solid. out for Detroit. This team is going to be legit. They already are legit, but even better. Right, John Mark, T. Y. or Antonio Brown.
2: <sighs> well. I'm going to go with Antonio Brown, personally.
1: Got to have Antonio Brown. I I think he's the best in the league right
2: now. You know, and uh, Roethlisberger just seems to find this guy all the time. Uh, T.Y., it seems like uh, Luck still passes the ball around uh, more. He's getting the ball to a lot of different people. Uh, Antonio Brown's getting it every
1: week. Antonio Brown, to me, could be in the – He's a candidate for MVP of the league. This dude is having a career year. Unreal. He's unbelievable.
2: And I mean he was uh, luck was throwing to Fleener last week. Yeah. I mean yeah. Fleener was almost their number one guy. So it was like, <laughs> what the heck's happening? Yeah. So, you know, if I'm betting on anything, I'm gonna bet on the guy that's gonna get the get the rock. That's it. T. Y. Hilton or Julio Jones. T.Y. all day. I got Julio, and I'm just so disappointed that uh, offensive line for uh, the Falcons has just been killing their team. Yeah. It's another season they might need to do what the Dallas Cowboys did not start drafting some O-linemen. Uh, more of them, I know they drafted one this past year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Julio's one game getting the ball, one, day, one game not. But Ty's exactly. uh, consistently getting his points.
1: Two more T.Y.s. Ready? T.Y. or Brandon Marshall.
2: No doubt, right?
1: I mean, all day long. Cause Brandon Marshall's got Alshon Jeffrey on the other side, plus Jay Culler, he,
2: not trustworthy. There's some uh, head games going on in uh, Chicago right now where yeah. those two guys are not clicking. They mm-hmm. might even be mad at each other. Uh, Brandon might have hooked up with his wife. I just don't know what happened. Yeah, But they are mad. I mean, he took himself out of the game when in a fourth down uh, situation where he just took himself out. He hmm. didn't care anymore. The head case might be back.
1: Well, we knew Brandon Marshall. I mean, he admitted he's got – What's it, dual personalities? What's he? He's got something bipolar going on. Bipolar. Bipolar, like yeah. yes. And so Jay Culler hasn't come out and announced that he has it, but I bet Jay Culler's bipolar and as you well. And
2: you get those two different uh, people on the wrong day, you yeah, know how you mix boy. and match the wrong ones.
1: Exactly. So trouble. I think Chicago's in a lot of trouble. I agree with you. And last but not least, this is the one that would be tough because this other dude is having an unbelievable year. T.Y. or Jeremy Macklin? <laughs> But Macklin with Sanchez now. So, anyway, you know. know, It's got to be T.Y.
2: Trust in who who you know and what you've seen. You know, he got his yards. Macklin got his yards last week with Sanchez still on one big pass. Yeah.
1: And a touchdown. It's almost like he's a touchdown a week. Macklin is getting almost that guy's consistent almost a touchdown uh, a week.
2: Like a 50-yard plus touchdown every week. So, uh, I'm still going with T.Y. there just because of the quarterback situation. Yeah, I dig it. But, um I think Luck's the best in the league this year and most consistent quarterback. So,
1: very nice, John Mark. Well said. All right, let's talk about one running back. This is our greater than or less than segment. Mark Ingram. Okay, that's who we're going to be talking about. Would you rather have Mark Ingram moving for the rest of this the season or Lamar Miller, Miami Dolphin?
2: Mark Ingram all day. No, no questions. Yeah, we don't even need to talk about
1: that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Lamar Miller is <laughs> getting. Lamar Miller's
2: touch. got a sprain right now.
1: Oh, he's a little banged up. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So you got Daniel Thomas or. The other dude. Yeah, and too. he's already been
2: injured this season. Yeah. I mean, not to say Mark Ingram hasn't.
1: Yes. But Mark Ingram's running with some fury right More now. More talent. That's right. With Mark Ingram as well. All right, here's one. Ronnie Hillman for Denver. Well, you got Monte Ball coming back. He's coming back. So I'm going to have to stick with uh, Mark Ingram. Like it. Jeremy Hill in Cincinnati. If Gio, you know, Gio's nursing this injury, Jeremy Hill had a great week last week. Does Jeremy Hill, Mark Ingram, any question? Mark Ingram all day long?
2: I stick with Mark there as well. I mean, Jeremy Hill had his big day, uh, but Gio's coming back.
1: Yeah, Gio will be coming back. And the last one here, Mark Ingram or Le'Veon Bell. This is a tough one. Le'Veon's had a great season. Great season. What did he – we know what he did the past two weeks. Le'Veon? Le'Veon Bell. I got his stats right here. Actually, Legarrette Blunt outrushed him last week. There is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I take Mark Ingram. <laughs> okay, right on. So, Mark, I mean,
2: it all take. I mean, Mark Ingram got injured uh, earlier in the season, but uh, he's been running really well. Yeah, and me, that offense does so much better when he's doing that. Yeah. So they're they're a full team right now. They're coming in from all angles.
1: How about this? This is not on, this one is not on my list. But if you had um, Mark Ingram, or Alfred or Alfred Morris moving forward. Whew.
2: Alfred Morris might have to take that one. I mean, he's
1: he hasn't had a great season. I yet. gotta go Ingram, man. I Ingram's, think Ingram's got Ingram's the upside roll, to dude. him still. Two games in a row for Ingram, thirty rushes last week and the weekend before twenty eight rushes. So yeah. they're giving the rock it's over a hundred yards both of them. It's both games. Be Ingram. Yep. Ingram, right now to me, they've got their new formula exactly, yeah, and they're winning. Right, they're winning with giving the ball to Mark Ingram. They're not going to change. I like Mark Ingram going forward. So if you own and Mark there's Ingram, not too many
2: running defenses that are going to stop that.
1: No, he's a top, I'd say Mark Ingram right now, top seven running back fantasy wise in the league. He is top seven. What do you think? Yeah, I'd say top yeah. five almost. Maybe top five. Yeah. You got Charles in front of him. You got DeMarco Murray in front of him. You got Arian, Arian Foster, Foster in front of him. Yeah. You can't put LaShawn McCoy in front. Of him. Maybe Matt Forte in Forte front of him. For sure. He's one of best for sure. Yeah, and then maybe this Andre Ellington, maybe. I don't know. But Mark Ingram's right in that mix. Oh, yeah. You know, right in the mix. All right, dude. Good job, man. That wraps what up. What a game you, yeah. you made well, up. Eight that was fun ago. right there, What <laughs> Addison, what do you think? Yeah. Okay. Um, here we go. <laughs> On to the next one. On to the next one. We're going to hit our Fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. John Mark, I'm going to hit you with the games, give you some numbers from Las Vegas. You tell me what you like fantasy-wise, and if you want to tell me who wins the game, That's wrong, you wrong. just let me know. Here we go. Thursday night action, Cleveland versus Addison's Who Day, Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, Cincinnati, last week. They can't okay, actually they, they were in a not a dogfight. They won 33 23 over the Jaguars, a game they had to win. They're five-and-two. Uh the big standout last week was Jeremy Hill, the running back replacing Gio. 24 rush for a buck fifty-four and two touchdowns. Andy Dalton throws two touchdowns, and Muhammad Sanu with A.J. Green, he was in the in the game, but they still look Mohamed Sanu's way. Four receptions 95 yards and a touchdown. Cincinnati playing at home against Cleveland. Cincinnati, right now, Vegas has the number six point favorite total 45. Who you like?
2: You know, uh, I think Bengals will win the game. Uh, I wouldn't go over though. Uh, the line Sanu with AJ Greenback, they have to win. I mean, yeah. even with, with with Hill in the game, Bernard's I don't think he's playing this week, is he not?
1: It's questionable,
2: questionable still. Yep. So, uh you know, I think Hill's going to get his touches again, and they're going to put up some a lot of points this week at home. Yeah. So, anything on Cleveland?
1: You know, Cleveland. Ben Tate, maybe. It, but last week, Ben Tate. Was terrible. I think he may have even got benched because they put West in at the end of the game. Fifteen rushes for forty-eight yards. Right. Cleveland is five and three. This game is this is a it's monster in the division. Yeah, this is a monster game. Do you trust Brian Hoyer though on the road? That's the question. Do you trust him on the road? I, mean, I haven't trusted him all season, but he's got five wins. So. True. Um, What can you
2: do about that?
1: Yeah, I'm liking Cincinnati at home. I think they win by a touchdown. I think the number hovers right at the 45, so I'm going to lean under, but I do like Cincinnati to get it done at home. Let's go Cincinnati minus the six and under the 45. Next up, dude, one o'clock kick. This game is actually in London. All right, so as we're broadcasting to you on a Wednesday, November 5th, Dallas, I think, is maybe just touching down. At uh, what's it called, Heathrow or something like that over there? And uh, guess who's on the plane? Tony Romo. Tony Romo is on the plane. And they did say before the flight left that if Romo was on the plane, he was going to play. They weren't going to bring him over there just to be a spectator. They that he said was that that he was going to
2: play. He uh, took uh, his, uh, Jerry Jones' wife's seat on that one. Oh,
1: in the first class section, I'm sure, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So, anyway, Dallas and Jacksonville in London. Right now, Dallas, a six-point favorite. Uh, Total 44, Dallas last week. They lose to the Cardinals with Brandon Whedon at the helm. He goes 18 for 33 for a buck 83 and a touchdown. DeMarco Murray breaks the streak. He only had 79 yards. You know, John Mark, he had eight weeks in a row of 100-plus yards. Right. Not last week. Jason Witten, the leading receiver for the Cowboys, at six for 62. Can Dallas get it done in London against the sorry Jaguars?
2: You know, you say that he's definitely going to play. Yeah. I still don't believe it until I see it.
1: You're right. I'm you know, you.
2: I wouldn't put him on my fantasy starting lineup uh, unless, you know, it was one minute before the game and I saw him throwing the ball ready to, True. Ready to snap it. True. Uh, so that has a lot of tell who's going to win this game. Uh, is Des Bryant going to go off? Not with Brandon Whedon. Uh, you yeah. know Witten will go off because Whedon's going to throw that short pass inside passes all day so who's going to go off for the Dallas Cowboys DeMarco Murray DeMarco. probably about it yep uh, but I tell you Jacksonville's defense has been it's been better uh, been better than we've yeah. realized
1: I uh, think a must start in this game against Dallas even though their front line's playing pretty good but De- they're getting DeMar- tired as Denard Robinson yeah. you know he's been playing great catching balls out of the backfield and rushing well last week 94 yards the week before it had 100 yards he had a touchdown in both the last two games he's a he's a must start I think as a flex play or an RB2 Jacksonville you can't start the quarterback Bortles too many uh too many turnovers but Denard a play DeMarco a play as you said and watch you know watch your injury reports if Romo's in Dez I guess is a must start even though you got Weeden in there but Maybe Jason Witten in London. I don't know. But for sure, Murray and Denard. Now, who do you uh, think going off for wide receivers for Jacksonville? They've been putting up some points, too. You've got Robinson, who is my favorite receiver on Jacksonville's team. But this also, the All- – was his – Hearns. He caught he two touchdowns, touchdowns last downs, week. Yeah. And 112 yards. So, Bortles is – He's passing He's around. passing the ball around. Right. He's passing so – like would just, you start Robinson this week? I still would start Robinson this week. Oh, you're talking about for Jacksonville? Yeah. As a flex. As a flex. With all all the other receivers on by, if I had him, I'd start him as a flex. Um, Because I kind of like this game to go over. I don't know why. But how can you bet unless you know know about Romo's Romo's status? Yeah, sure. So keep your eyes on the injury report. Romo, yay or nay, it will be a big factor in who wins this game. Right now I'm leaning Dallas, and I'm going to lean if Romo plays over, if Romo does not play under. Next up, this is a big game. This is a one o'clock kick. It's in uh, Detroit, Rock City where Detroit's coming off a bye. And as we said before, Calvin Johnson, Megatron probable to play as well as Reggie Bush who's been hurt the last few weeks. He's probable to play. They play a red hot Miami Dolphins team coming off a shellacking of the Chargers. The Dolphins win 37 zip Tannehill 288 and three touchdowns look like Joe Montana back there. Lamar Miller on the ground, 49 yards and a touchdown. And Charles Clay, the tight end who I drafted in two leagues who's done squat I dropped him last week and of course he goes for 65 and a touch just my luck can this Miami Dolphins win on the road Vegas has the number Detroit minus three total 44
2: yeah I'm looking at the ESPN site right here, and it has the over under 88. So if Whoa. that's real, let's uh, let's load uh, let's up. let's go bet my house on that for God's sake! Wow, uh, they got a misprint in there. If y'all want to put a bet on real quick, you'll be, be awesome. late by the time you hear this. Uh, either way, Dolphins red hot, man. Uh, you know, I, is Tannehill really going to be the guy that's really killing it week in, week in, week out? This is the test.
1: Yeah, good testing. You
2: know, uh, Lions defense, I mean, they got got uh, their front four. I guess one of them's is injured. Uh, Fairly, I think, is injured. And maybe one of their two. Uh, yeah. backs is injured two, as well. Two of them So, they're limping over there. But um, let's see. Lamar Miller got a sprain. Is he playing for sure?
1: Questionable. They, Questionable.
2: They, um... Mike Wallace, he's kind of been iffy lately. hmm Johnson Talk to me about Bell. the
1: Detroit backfield. Let's say Reggie Bush, Joy Bell, and this Theo Riddick is playing great. I mean, he's catching great balls in the backfield. Can who you trust – yeah, who who are you going to start?
2: Not Reggie Bush. Yeah.
1: I, I wouldn't start him the first week. Right. Even
2: though they <laughs> – you never know if they're going to start throwing to him right off the it's bat. It's almost
1: like it's hard to start any of them because you don't know who's going to get the run. Well, who,
2: who's going to Miami going to prepare for? Right. You know, because they got three different weapons there that kind of all have their different games. So. Yep. Um, I think the guy who's going to play the most is who they can see that they didn't prepare for the most. Mm -hmm. Um, But Golden Tate's going to go off, I think, again, because Calvin's going to
1: get a lot of attention. Right. Calvin get a touchdown in this game? If I gave you even odds. Calvin touchdown, yes. Calvin touchdown, no. hundred Bucks, what would you say? Yes. I'd say yes, too. I like in this game Detroit at home coming off the bye. They're feeling healthy and they've got confidence. Stafford's going to feel so much more confident with Megatron out there. I like – Detroit to win this game and cover the three, not in blowout fashion, but maybe by a touchdown. And also I think it might lean under the total with Detroit's defense stepping up at home. So let's go Detroit minus the three under the total. Next up, Buffalo Bills. Here we come. Kansas City coming to town. Buffalo coming off a bye last week. Sammy Watkins, the rookie of the year. Who are you going to give rookie of the year to right now? You got Kelvin Benjamin. You got Sammy Watkins. Any running back that's been fantastic as a rookie?
2: Not that jumps out at me. No, not Sandy really. Sandy
1: Watkins is definitely a front runner. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anybody else. Brandon Cooks hadn't really done much. Mike Evans, okay. Wish Odell Beckham was playing the whole oh, season because wow. that guy would have been a. Dude is awesome. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Dude is awesome. Well, anyway, let's get back to this one. KC at Buffalo, Kansas City, coming off a win last week. Who did they play? They played the, the lowly Jets. They win 24-10. Um, Alex Smith, 199, two touchdowns, just like we said. He's a high-ceiling kind of quarterback if you need to start him. He's going to get you 200 yards and about one to two touchdowns a game. Jamal Charles on the ground, 78 and a touch, and Travis Kelsey tied in for Kansas City, 67 yards and a touchdown. Right now, Buffalo. At home is a dog, a two-point dog All at home, and the total is 41, John Mark. Any fantasy studs here?
2: Well, uh, my boy Travis Kelsey has been doing pretty dang good this season. Uh, I think he gets another touchdown. Uh, Jamal Charles is going to get him 100 yards at least. Yeah. Um, is C.J. Spiller back in no, that yet? No, uh, So, I guess uh,
1: – It's between, we didn't Dixon mention this, and Dixon and Bryce Brown. Bryce Brown. Yeah. So,
2: Bryce Brown. Dixon's probably going to get the goal line looks. Um, Sammy Watkins
1: goes off again. I love Sammy Watkins in this matchup. I and, do. You know,
2: Casey's defense is pretty good, though. I mean, so the running backs might not get much at all, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, if For studs in this game, Sammy Watkins is a no-brainer, and obviously Jamal Charles. These are the two quarterbacks. It's interesting we talked about in the waiver wire report. Kyle Orton on one end, Alex Smith on the other end, both high ceiling kind of guy – I'm sorry, high floor kind of guys. So right. it's, they're interchangeable, really. I like this game because Kansas City is playing so well and Buffalo without they, they lean on that run attack without their one of the CJ Spiller or Fred Jackson in there. I'm going to lean to Kansas City to win maybe by a field goal and I'm going to go under the total, kind of a defensive chess match, match here. I like that. Yeah, let's go KC minus the 2 and under the 42.
0: We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh. An online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at TheMesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show.
1: Coming up at you here live. This is a good one. Well, it would have been a good one, but San Fran's really. New Orleans Playing at home against San Francisco. New Orleans playing great. We talked about Mark Ingram early. They destroy the Panthers 28 10 on the road. Uh, Breeze 297 and a touchdown. Mark Ingram 30 rushes for two touchdowns. And Jimmy Graham healthy again, seven for 83 and a buck t- uh, and one touchdown as well. Everybody, the offense starting to click for New Orleans. On the other side, gosh gracious, San Francisco, you lose at home to the Rams. Kaepernick, 22 The Rams for, have
2: beaten Seattle and, and San, San Francisco, Francisco.
1: At, at away. Isn't that crazy? Their 237 and a touchdown for Kaepernick. Frank Gore, only 49 yards on the ground, and Anquan Bolden, the star of the show receiving-wise, six for 93 and a touchdown. New Orleans at home where they excel playing. Okay, line opened up at three. It just moved to six. I don't know really what that means unless people just don't trust uh, San Francisco anymore. New Orleans, minus six total, 49.
2: You know, first thing you got to look at is in New Orleans. Yep. And who plays good in New Orleans? The Saints. Drew Brees,
1: absolutely. So uh,
2: I think Saints are going to beat the 49ers easily. I don't think the uh, 49ers got anything
1: on them. Uh, you think all this Jim Harbaugh see, talk about you know, him losing the locker room and it's finally starting to get to these players? I mean, they're playing like they've got no energy if you watch the game. You last know, Sunday. when
2: you're winning, everything's good. No one cares what's going on. Yeah. When you start losing some games, fingers get starting to point. So, true, true. Uh, I think that, uh, yeah, the 49ers are kind of falling apart a little bit. That whole division seems like it is a little bit. But um, Saints are starting to roll. They're looking like a team that could be playing for the NFC championship. Mm-hmm. So – um, i take the Saints over for sure.
1: Frank Gore, Carlos Hyde in this game. Frank Gore, the old Wiley veteran, starting to show wear and tear on those legs. Carlos Hyde hasn't proven he can handle it yet, but he hadn't got a full load. Do you think they start transitioning now, like less and less Frank, more Carlos? What do you see?
2: You know, I think they just need to run the ball more. It seems like every game that they've run the ball more, they win and they control the game. When they let Kaepernick throw 33
1: times, they lose. Right.
2: Kaepernick's not that guy. They need to run the ball and then do some play actions where Kaepernick can get some runs as well. But um, that run game sets up everything for them and they're not using it. So someone's got to get running and it's either Gore or – um, hide whichever one needs to start doing it.
1: Yeah, I like New Orleans in this game too. New Orleans at home is almost a lock. Let's take New Orleans minus the six, and I'm gonna go over the total. I see a lot of points in this game, fantasy wise. All the New Orleans players. I like Anquan and Crab Crabtree has just disappeared. I mean, yes. where is he? If he's, he's going the to...
2: second half of the season type of guy,
1: exactly. And games like this, when they're shootouts, that's when he kind of gets involved. So uh, look for Crabtree as a flex play, maybe. So let's go New Orleans minus the six over the 48. Next up, Baltimore Ravens playing host of the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee, by last week, they've got their new quarterback, Zach Mettenberger, at the helm with one more week of practice. They said he had a great week of practice. They didn't have a game, so all he did, studied the film, worked, the, worked on the plays in practice. Maybe he's ready. Tennessee stinks right now. I don't even know what their record is, but they can't have more than, what, two wins? Two wins, yeah. Yeah, two wins. They're playing Baltimore, who's playing better, but – Baltimore definitely needs a win. They need a win in a bad way. Baltimore minus the ten at home, forty-four is the total. What you like?
2: You know, I'd like uh I think Joe Flacco's gonna get some touchdowns. Steve Smith's down, bound to go off again. Yeah. He kind of started this uh season real strong. Slowed up a little bit. You know, bit. got a game taken away from him from a BS call that yeah. uh yeah. you know he got a touchdown on. But uh I think Steve Smith goes off. Justin Forsett, he's kind of been, you know, Giving the other guys some uh, goal line stands, I guess. uh yeah. Taylor getting, yeah. getting mm-hmm. some touchdowns. Um I see so what his number. Do you for start Forsett? I guess if you have to. Uh,
1: last week, Forsett's number nine rush for thirty-eight yards. However, he caught sixty-seven yards on five catches out of the backfield. So, right. That's so, not bad.
2: Yeah, he's getting some run. So, yeah. Uh, Baltimore, I, maybe Tennessee comes and does something nice here with the quarterback. Uh, and, and makes it a close game. I, I think it's going to be uh, under the over, under the 44. Yep. And uh, I say Titans keep it within the 10.
1: Yep. Check this out. I'm going against you here. I like with the, the extra week of preparation for Tennessee, I can see them covering the number. I like over the total, and this is why I like it. I think Baltimore will score against Tennessee's defense. They stink. And for Tennessee to stay in the game, they're going to have to put up some numbers. Mettenberger, he can sling it. He can sling it. He might throw a pick six, but he also might throw over 300 yards. And right. also, Bishop Sankey been hiding in the background, not getting any run behind, what's his name, Sean Green. Now they put a rookie quarterback in. They're going to leave the rookie running back in. They got nothing to lose. Let's right. go see what you got. So my sneaky play fantasy-wise of – Play of the week is Bishop Sankey for a touchdown and 100 all-purpose yards receiving and rushing. So think about that, guys. If Bishop Sankey, let's say y'all play those daily football fan duels, that's what I do, Bishop Sankey's going around $3,000, which is a low-end running back grab him, and then go get you a Jamal Charles or spend your money on a high-level running back, that might be a formula to success. So I'm going Tennessee, covering the 10, and let's go over the total. I really like this over the total 44. Y'all put your money on it. All right, here we go. Get
2: full refund.
1: I <laughs> uh, wish I could say yeah, but Daddy broke over here. Uh, Pittsburgh traveling to the New York Jets. Pittsburgh playing great. Ben Roethlisberger, booger. <laughs> Addison. I'm sorry, for Addison rubbing off on me over here. Ben Roethlisberger puts up another six touchdown game week. Is is this? Possible? It's, he's looking like Eli. I mean, uh, not Eli, but Peyton Manning. <laughs> yes, he really is. Dang, who they get off of? <laughs> <laughs> this offense of Pittsburgh is just playing great. They beat the Ravens 43-23. Antonio Brown does it again. 11 receptions, 144, and a touchdown. They get to play the lowly, lowly Jets. All right, we talked about the Jets brief- briefly. Mike Vick at the helm. They scored 10 points last week. Interesting note here, John Mark. Percy Harvin targeted 17 times. Seventeen times, so he catches eleven balls for a buck twenty nine and has a couple rushes. I've got Percy sitting on the bench in two of my leagues. I haven't started him, in, you know because he's been like right. a, the plague. You don't want to start him. Sure, is it time to get him back in?
2: You know, last week I was on this show and I said he was dead, no pulse. <laughs> That's right. What in the heck, man? Came
1: back from the death. <laughs> yes, uh, he did. But
2: you know, uh, it was Halloween. It was that kind of time for him to do that. That's it. So my thoughts is the Jets know they have no one else. You know, no Rick, other weapons. Vic can't run. You know, Chris Ivor can run, but, you know, give it to Harvin and let's just let the guy run. Yeah. I mean, he's that good. Yeah. Someone just let him have the rock. So expect a little bit more of that this week, but uh, true Palomalo ain't letting that happen up in his house. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not his house. It's at their house. But
1: Oh, yeah, it's at the Jets. My bad. The Jets, the Jets so. right now uh, are five point dog totals 46. Any chance they keep this thing close? They play sure. at home. They can keep it close. For sure,
2: you know they win games that you don't think they're going to win. They always do. You know, yeah. Uh, they're only one. They only won one though. So uh, maybe they're fighting for that first pick. <laughs> Who knows? Steelers are looking great though. Yeah, they're playing well. So I think Steelers definitely cover the six and a half. You do. You
1: like that? Yeah.
2: What about the total?
1: A lot of points there.
2: For Roethlisberger, I think he's going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, the Jets' defense has not been pulling their weight, so I think he's going to put up. 35 by themselves. And Jets are going to be getting at least 10. So
1: He said it over there. John Mark likes the over, and he likes Pittsburgh to cover the five. Next up, Tampa Bay. The Josh McCown-led Buccaneers against the Atlanta Falcons, who both teams need a win desperately. Think about this division. New Orleans actually starting to come up. Carolina slipping fast. Atlanta stinks. Tampa Bay one win. I mean, this division's terrible. Awful.
2: Oh, my God. What do you compare this to of the past divisions? What do divisions you, do you think of when you think of these kind of records?
1: Back Browns, in the day. Well, but Browns always had the Bengals. Well, that Bengals kind of stuck, but the Steelers and the Ravens were always there, and they right. were always good. Do you remember, I don't know, it's been several years ago when – it was Saint Louis. Saint Louis and San Fran and Arizona and uh, Seattle. They all kind of sucked. Oh, remember that's that? That's what it kinda reminds me of. And the it? the team that made the playoffs of the division had a losing record. Right. They were seven to nine, but beat the Saints. Do well, you ha- remember that? That happens in the NFC East all the time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so that's what I would compare it to. That's a good question. Uh Tampa Bay, right now, at home, terrible. Atlanta favored on the road, minus one and a half, forty five and a half. 45 and Can we trust any wide receiver for Atlanta? I mean, Julio is the man, but without protection for Matt Ryan, he doesn't have time to get the ball. He, we-
2: he usually has those deeper routes. They need to find a way, like, you know, the Jets throwing to Percy Harvin, just yeah. get him the ball. Let yeah. this guy have the ball and run. They should crush Tampa Bay. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Bobby Rainey, is he going to get some more run? He's playing great. You, you can't trust in him because one week he's going to put up, what, 80 yards where he did last week, and yeah. the next week he puts up 10. Right. So, uh, with the new quarterback, I don't trust anybody on Tampa Bay. No. Nope. Uh, Under Atlanta. the total.
1: What do you think? Under the total here? They just try to grind it out, Matt Ryan. Maybe grinds it out with Steven Jackson. Maybe Roddy White with 80 yards. Julio with maybe 85 and a touch. So This is at
2: Tampa Bay. Yeah. So, Falcons don't play good away. That's
1: right. Let's Uh, go under.
2: Let's go under that. Yeah. All
1: right. How about lock of the century under the total (laughs) Atlanta-Tampa Bay? All right. Next up, 4 o'clock games. Thank God. Let's roll. Denver at Oakland. Denver reeling after the the defeat by the New England Patriots. Oakland still looking for their first win. Oakland 10-point – actually 11-point dog. At home, forty nine. Oakland playing a little bit better, though. A little bit better. Denver maybe l- licking their wounds, ready to pounce on these Raiders. What do you think, John Mark? Uh,
2: first of all, I'm looking at all these games we're talking about. Every one is like a six and three versus one and eight. Yeah, they all, two and six versus five and four. kind of one stink. and eight versus six and three. It's like. God, these games kind of suck. I might have to find something else to do this weekend.
1: (laughs) Let's go play golf on Sunday. No
2: doubt. Uh, So, Bronco's obviously going to kill him. Everybody's going to get points on the Broncos this week. He's just going to pass it around, let everybody have some fun. Does McFadden go off against that line?
1: Uh I can see McFadden not rushing for much, but I can see him catching some balls out of the backfield. Maybe five catches for sixty yards, you know, something like that. Yeah. Big question out of Denver's backfield. Monte Ball, is he coming back? I know you said he was questionable. I
2: think he's still questionable. Okay. Probably another week for Ronnie Hillman to get his. Yeah. Uh but minus twelve and a half, is that what it's at?
1: Yeah, minus eleven and a minus half. Minus
2: eleven here. and a half. Make that bet, man. Yeah, you go, like that, Denver? Yeah, Denver's covering that. Yeah. Denver Reeling. I don't even think Peyton will play the fourth quarter. They'll be whipping
1: it so hard. Yeah, very good. All right, you heard it here. Here we go, 425 game. Arizona at home against St. Louis. St. Louis off the win at San Fran, and Arizona the big win at the Cowboys. Uh, Arizona seven-point favorite at home, 43 is the total. Andre Ellington just racking up yards, receiving and rushing, plus 100-plus yards last week as well. Does he do it against the St. Louis Rams defense?
2: How about Arizona, man? I mean, they had quarterback issues early in the season, held it on, they're still seven and one. I yeah. mean, they have done so good. But they the got Rams a good coach. have been surprising people.
1: Yeah. They have. You know, so with nothing.
2: They got nothing. They've beaten both their other teams in their uh, in their uh, league in the West out there. Mm-hmm. And are they gonna do another one against the Cardinals? I don't know. Uh Brandon Quick's out, so who are they throwing to? Who did they throw to last Kenny week? Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt. So that might be another waiver wire pickup as I picked well.
1: him up in one league last week. I didn't start him, but I was like, man, they got to throw to somebody. So I picked him up and he was sitting on my bench. But, you know, he's got the not talent and the, the skill set.
2: Right, not yeah. bad. So uh, Andre Ellington goes off. Fitzgerald, I think, definitely.
1: Michael um, Floyd, definitely trade bait or bench worthy. I mean, he's done nothing. You know?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't even call him trade bait. Yeah, I mean, nobody maybe, would want maybe him.
1: Maybe drop bait. Yeah. One week away from him getting dropped on my team. Anyway, let's go. We like Arizona to cover at home? I'd say yes. Um, yeah, Arizona to cover at home, and I'm going to lean under the total 43 defensive there. slugfest. Yep. All right, 425 kick, Seattle at home with the 12th man playing host to the New York Giants who just got thumped on live TV, tight TV by the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Eli put up some pretty good numbers, but it was all kind of like garbage time. He goes for – 359 and two touchdowns both touchdowns come in the fourth quarter the 359 but I'd say 180 of it comes in the end of the third and the early fourth Giants not playing well right now Seattle not playing well either they get a win last week against Oakland but nothing impressive Seattle a 9 point favorite right now total is 45 can Eli get it done on the road in Seattle tough spot to play
2: which Eli we're going to see man I mean he's going to be the guy that's going to come out throwing some good stuff or uh, you know Legion of Boom ain't been great either. No, so you they, know, they look
1: tired. Um,
2: I think the Giants can keep this within the nine and a half. They can put up points. They and can I, score. And, and sometimes Eli plays in, like, louder places even better. Yep. I mean,
1: he's kind of one of those weird dudes. But um, You know what I really like here? I really like the over. Uh, Eli found a weapon. Odell Beckham, you uh, watched him play when they were going to Reuben Randall. Yeah, they were going to Reuben Randall's side and throwing to this Preston Parker. They weren't moving the ball. All of a sudden, he starts looking at Odell, and boom, boom, quick boom. slants for right 15. down. The- oh. Quick slants for Odell Beckham last week's numbers. What did he have? One fifty-six, eight receptions for one fifty-six, and he didn't even get started to get targeted until the latter part of the second quarter. Oh yeah, and then boom, it was. All day. So, anyway, I really like the over the 44-and-a-half here. Seattle's defense, much maligned this year. Last year, the talk of the town. This year, eh, they ain't got it. What happened
2: to them last game? I didn't even get to watch it. But when I was watching it there, it seemed like a lot of rushes. No throwing the ball. Oakland put up 24 against them. They only – at. Seattle,
1: right, thirty to twenty four. Oakland just loses by a touchdown. Right, so I'm telling you, they're not as good as they once I were. I think
2: Giants might uh, keep yeah. this game close. Yeah,
1: I like it too. Let's let's take the Giants plus the nine, and we'll go over the forty five. Seattle, Marshawn Lynch. We want to start against the Giants front line, who's not done much. And receiver wise, eh, who do I mean? Do you trust uh, Baldwin, really Baldwin? Maybe. Baldwin. I, don't know. I I, I I'm not gonna start him. Who's curse is another one? Curse is another one. And I guess you Russell I Wilson all day. Yeah, Russell Wilson, but he he kind of crapped the pot last week too, man. Yeah, what did he do? He went seventeen for thirty five for just a buck seventy nine. Yeah, it's an awful day. Ooh, not good. All right, so Giants. Hey, Giants might be the lock of the century now. Who knows? All right, eight thirty game. That's your Chicago Bears on the road to Chicago to Green Bay and Chicago has to have a win, dude. they got to have a win. Green Bay with – keep your eye on this. Aaron Rodgers does show up on the injury report with a hamstring. He says, it's no biggie, R-E-L-A-X, relax, I got this. But, you know, the quarterback's always going to say that. he say relax, that. go do it when you want to go do it? <laughs> I hope he didn't say that. But um, he's on the injury report, so keep your eyes on it. Green Bay, minus seven at home, 53 total.
2: You know uh Jay Cutler, it's either get out of your head or just get off, man. I'm tired of this dude. I'm a Bears fan. I've watched a lot of games in Green Bay and I don't ever see him win. Yeah. So, uh, I think Green Bay's definitely going to get the win and I think they're going to crush them. But I don't even, I think it stays under the over, do you under the I total? Think, I don't think the Bears are got it got it going on.
1: Both teams coming off a bye. You don't think that maybe they were, they rallied that one more week no game, just week of practice, just rally around. This. I
2: hope I'm wrong, but yeah. the Bears uh, have not been looking good at all. Uh, you know, this is a divisional game, and Bears are three and two, so that, this puts a, a tight hold in their division. I guess the the. Detroit's killing it this oh, year Detroit's, as well.
1: Yeah, they're leading the division. So I like Green Bay in this matchup too, but I like the over. I can see Jay Cutler throwing for three touchdowns in this game. I really do. Two to Alshon, maybe one to a Brandon Marshall. But on Green Bay side, all of my all of those guys, Cobb, Jordy, um, what's the other dude that's got a young dude over there? You're going to have Eddie Lacy out of the backfield. I see them all. Fun to watch. Yeah, all of them getting some points. So it'll be a fun Sunday night game, 830. I'm going over the total 53 in Green Bay minus the seven. Last but not least, you Panther fans, I know you've been listening <coughs> with baited wow. breath. Hey, thank you. Wow, wow. With bated breath wait on this game. Carolina Yike. They got destroyed last week. Their record is now three five and one. You talk about needing to win and needing to win in a bad way. It's those Panthers. But they got to travel on a sun or for a Monday night game in Philadelphia. Eh? <coughs> Beer bottles being thrown on the field. Who knows what kind of hooligans are gonna be up there, you know, just Heckling these poor Panthers. Philadelphia, with Mark Sanchez behind the helm, LaShawn McCoy starting to get it going a little bit. He's starting to get a little get it going against this Carolina defense who can't not, they can't really seem to stop anybody. Philadelphia, minus the six, the total forty-eight. A lot of points there.
2: You know, if Sanchez is gonna be good in this game, they're gonna to have to have McCoy running the ball well. Look out for Sproles with a lot of of out-of-the-backfield passes. I think that he's going to Mm -hmm. get a lot with him in the game. They're going to have a new plan to how to use him with Sanchez to not risk him throwing those picks that he's been doing. I like that. Uh, But Kelvin Benjamin, I think he's going to go off. You know, I think there could be a lot of points in this game, but I think there could be a lot of turnovers as well. I think uh, both defenses might show up with some big stuff here.
1: Vegas got the number set at 48, which is kind of a higher total. So, they're they're thinking it might be a shootout as well. I like Kelvin Benjamin with two touchdowns against Philadelphia, the secondary. If he can Not,
2: catch him in the end zone, stop dropping that's him.
1: That's right, if he can catch him, But I still think Philadelphia probably got a little bit too much for the Panthers on the road. Philadelphia's going to put up 40 points. I really do feel that. I think McCoy, this is the day that he goes off against their Carolina D. I've been waiting on it. Yeah, I'm going Philadelphia minus the six and over the total 48. All right, buddy. That wraps up our fantasy forty-five fastest or slowest forty-five uh, seconds in fantasy football. More like uh, forty-five
2: minutes. Yeah, should no, start calling it
1: probably. So, <laughs> uh, so anything you can see? what well, we got a sponsor. Well, we've got many sponsors. So whoever, whichever one you are this week, thank you very much. Also, <laughs> want to say thank you to the Mesh uh, for letting us come here and do this fun show every Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever we can squeeze it in. John Mark, I thank you to you for showing up in Addison's absence and just go ahead and plan on being here next week because we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Out on Addison to be here. Magic hands, good job once again, my friend. Uh, John Mark, anything going on this weekend that we need to talk about? About oh, the boost hickory. So we had election yesterday. It passed and boost hickory passed with sixty
2: percent of the towns. Which forty percent of people are pretty mad. <laughs>
1: all right. When it's what this is is a bond referendum to make to raise money to kind of improve Hickory's look and all kinds of I'm Trying to stuff. bring bigger
2: companies bring, and uh, tr- acquire them, make them want to come to be our Be
1: more town. attractive to bigger companies. So we can only be
2: furniture and all these other industries have kind of been going away.
1: Yeah. And also be more attractive to young people to stay here and, and set their families up here and you know create their lives here. So they just
2: need to come hang out with us for one week. They, they would never like, leave. like, man,
1: I don't want to leave this they place. would never leave. Just come hang out at my house. Y'all would love it. But anyway, so it was a
2: home. That's
1: right. So it was a big, big thing that happened in Hickory. So congratulations to all that vote who voted. That was awesome. Um, I think it's going to be do wonderful things for Hickory. Um, with that being said, this weekend I think there's a couple of cool things at the Hickory Museum of Art happening on Saturday night and on Friday night. You know, just your typical high school football Friday and maybe a poker game somewhere around town. Maybe. We haven't played poker in a while. It's been a while. Let's get it started again. So, John Mark, until next week, buddy, good luck to you. Yes, sir. Good times. Peace.